Welcome to Ask Maddie, Episode 7. I'm your host, Maddie of MaddieOlogy.com, and today we're talking negotiating and how to be good at it. This is something that it took me a very, very, very long time to actually kind of get the grasp of. And now I'm really feeling comfortable in doing it now that I'm a full-time blogger. So I'm going to share some notes that I have on negotiating, how to feel more comfortable with it, and how to get the results that you want. So let's get started. So when it comes to negotiating, there are some there are just some rules that you have to follow if you want to pull off getting the result you want. If you want to get the budget that you're asking for, if you want to get the coins that you're specifically asking for. I know for me as a blogger, it really helps knowing how to negotiate effectively by following these rules or kind of like tidbits that I'm going to share with you guys. The first one being ask first, answer second. Basically, what I mean with that is you want to ask what their budget is, what number they're working with, like, oh, what is the budget for this project, you know, because usually they won't necessarily give you specifics, but they'll give you a general number to work with. So, you know, kind of what to ask for. It's kind of just like asking points if you're a public speaker and you're going to speak at a university or, you know, a conference. It's the same kind of, I guess, overall feel when you ask for a number or for a budget. That's that's definitely the key word you're looking for there. They'll kind of throw out anything maybe from, oh, we're looking at 2000 to 2500 and then you can ask for whatever you're really looking for within that range, if not a little bit higher or whatnot. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So asking first, answering second, so important. And then you also put the ball in your court when you do that, because then you know that, okay, yes, they actually do have a budget, so I can ask them for what it is that I'm looking for. Now, secondly, Once you do ask first and you answer second, when you answer second, sometimes it'll 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 always be different. Not everybody's the same. Negotiating is not some like one way street. Right. So sometimes people will say, hey, well, we're just open to whatever you're, you know, looking to get right just so they can put the ball in their court and put it on you as far as setting the number setting the tone of the negotiation so when you do that you want to lead with your scary number what i mean by with your scary number is the number that you're asking for should scare you a little bit if it does not then it is not high enough now it should not be mind boggling it should not be unrealistic you know like if you've gotten paid $250 for a post in the past and you're now asking somebody $7,000 for a post you're probably overpricing yourself however you definitely want to be smart about the number that you're asking for and a little tidbit on numbers A lot of times people aren't familiar with how they should price themselves. So you always want to keep both quantity and quality in mind. So what I mean by quantity is what is your following? What's your numbers, right? Because high numbers doesn't always equal, you know, that you should get paid a lot. But low numbers doesn't mean that you should be getting paid next to nothing either. So with quantity, usually people pay attention to the thousand, the, the, the milli, you know, and Basically, people can charge anywhere between like 
10, be anywhere between 10 to $100 per thousand people that they have, right? So for instance, if you have over 35,000 social media followers, then you can probably charge at a bare minimum $350 maybe for a blog post or for an ad or whatever have you. And this is again, just a, this is just general kind of, you know, kind of rounding up. So I also think that then you can add to that number by the quality that you're going to provide to that brand, to that client, whatever have you. So I think that if you have a following of 6,000 social media followers, right? So that would be $60 if we're doing it $10 per milli. Then I think that if you have an engaging following, if you know that you can get comments on your blog, if you know that you can get retweets, you can get likes on your Facebook or your Instagram posts, then I would definitely even tack on a numerical amount, whatever you personally feel that it is as far as the value that you provide, the return that you will be able to give with the brand. I think that's what you add to the quantity number. So when you're leading with your scary number, your scary number should be what you have from a quantity standpoint and then what you provide from a quality standpoint. And it's going to scare you a little bit. I always say like whatever that comfortable number is, I would probably tack on another five to 10% just so it's a little bit uncomfortable. And then that's what your scary number is. And trust me, you'll never become comfortable with it, but it's just something that you want to get familiar with exercising because that is something that you need when it comes to negotiating. So once you lead with your scary number, determine what your bottom line is, because the God to honest truth is, is that there's nobody in the history of life who's not going to negotiate you down. So if they don't agree with your number, they're never going to say, hey, let's give you a thousand dollars more. That's just not how it works. They're always going to negotiate you down because people know how to negotiate. And that's what you do when you nego- when you negotiate with somebody and you're the one pay- doing the payout. You're gonna negotiate them down. So determine what your bottom line is. So for a brand campaign, if you're asking for 600 bucks and they come back and they counter you 300, know that maybe your bottom line is really 450 and you counter them back. I think you have to know that countering is part of negotiating. Don't think that if they reply to you that that's the end all be all. Don't be afraid to go back and forth. So determine what your bottom line is because there will be some back and forth because that's what negotiating is after all. But know what you won't do. Just know where you're going to stop. Know where this conversation ends. And just know that having a bottom line doesn't rule you out of the negotiation, but it just sets a standard for you. And even if this doesn't end up working out as far as maybe this conversation, this contract, whatever have you, they could come back in the future and know that your bottom line is the number that you gave them before and they could come back with the coins that you were asking for. So one thing that is so important is saying no. Know your bottom line and then don't be afraid to say no. No doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that this person won't like you. It doesn't even mean that people won't do business with you again. I'll tell you this, in two instances within the last I would say 12 months, I have said no to a big brand, like a brand that I actually use in my day-to-day life, somebody that I absolutely love. I've said no to them because they were offering something that you know, would have taken me a lot of work. You know, I it's I would have to do some, you know, physical work. I would have to do some social media and blog posting. And they were just offering me product. And 
I love this brand, but as far as my standards were concerned and where I was in my blogging career, that just didn't meet the needs that needed to be met at the time. And so I told them no. And so not only did a month later did they come back, but I actually ended up getting paid out more than I've ever been paid out for this specific task when working with a brand. So realize that saying no doesn't mean that you won't ever work with this brand again. It just means that next time they come to you, they're going to come correct and they're going to make sure that they meet your bottom line. And last but not least, be flexible. Here's the thing. We, we talk about negotiating all the time, specifically about money, right? It's specifically about the numbers. It's specifically about making sure that they meet my, you know, monetary, you know, standard. But sometimes it's more than that, right? So I'll say this, whenever I do negotiate with the brand, I'll give you a little tidbit. Sometimes they ne- they won't necessarily meet my, you know, my dollar amount. And sometimes they, they can compensate it in product. To be completely honest, I'm okay with that, you know? If the magic number for you as a blogger is $500 for a post and maybe the brand can only give you 250 cash, but maybe they can give you $250 worth of shoes, that sounds like a good deal to me. I don't know. I'm just that kind of girl. But also just keep in mind that being flexible also now becomes a situation where you're building a relationship with that brand and maybe they couldn't meet your number before but maybe because they're such a big brand you can negotiate something like okay maybe you can't meet my dollar amount but you can give me publicity by maybe tweeting me at least once during a certain time you know maybe you're tweeting me on Twitter, maybe you're mentioning me on your Facebook page. I know for me specifically, when I work with brands, there does there has to be some kind of social media presence where they specifically mention me just so I make that public association with them because that's incredibly value valuable and I can put that on my press kit, on my resume and mention that in conversations that I have with other brands who want to pay me in the future. So be flexible know that value doesn't just equate money. Somebody can give you some product that could help you because maybe you're an event planner and maybe a really amazing and prestigious brand can't pay you cash, but they can give you over $1,500 in product that you could use for your clients because you need the things that they're offering. And then you'll have that association with them publicly, which could take your brand or your business to the next level. I think those things are really important. Those things to me sometimes times are more valuable than money ever can be. So I hope this been this has been helpful. I know negotiating can get really scary. It's still something that I'm not really good at. And honestly, sometimes I really just leave the heavy lifting to hubs uh, because he's really, really good at that. But when it comes to the business of your blog, when it comes to the business of your brand, or even just the business of your business, don't be afraid to negotiate what you deserve and what you absolutely need to make your content, your business, your product, the best that it can be. So I hope this has been helpful. I love doing these and I love hearing from you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at askmaddie at maddieology.com. In there, be sure to not only mention your question, but your name, city, and URL so I can show you some love. And if you're on social media, you can also follow me there. I'm there on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. You can hashtag 
Ask Maddie if you want to ask me a question there as well. And I hope you guys are having a marvelous day. And I hope this has been incredibly helpful when it comes to negotiating. Don't be afraid to go out there and get what you want. I'll talk to you guys next time here on Ask Maddie.